You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. Listen, you win in Christ, and I'm so happy to have you with us today. Listen, call someone, let, some, let someone know that we're on, share uh, the podcast. I believe that it's going to be a blessing to you you. We're in my leadership edition of the How to Win, and I began a series some time ago entitled A Leadership Mentality. A Leadership Mentality. Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So leadership effectiveness or ineffectiveness is a reflection of the leader's thinking. In fact, I've said this in our first podcast on this uh, series. I said that successful leaders are separated from unsuccessful leaders by one thing, and that's how they think. So this series is about how the leader thinks. There are three parts to this series. Part one is entitled Foundation or Foundations. Part two, Concepts. And part three, Attitude. All three parts has to do with how the leader thinks. You can develop your thinking. You can grow in your thinking. In fact, your success is waiting on you to grow in your thinking. Now, we completed part one, foundations, and we talked about in foundation, the servant mentality. We talked about a people-oriented mentality. We talked about a team mentality, and we talked about a sacrifice mentality. Those ways of thinking is the foundation. That's the foundation. Now, let's move to part two. Let's talk about concepts. We're going to talk about thinking through concepts. Say that. Thinking through concepts. There are four elements of thinking through concepts that we're going to cover in part two. We're going to talk about analytical thinking. Secondly, we're going to talk about conceptual thinking. Thirdly, we're going to talk about strategic thinking. And then fourthly, we're going to talk about customer-oriented thinking, thinking through concepts. Now, as we walk you through these concepts, thinking through concepts, you're going to realize a propensity toward one way of thinking. You're going to realize that. But I want you to remember this. You can grow and develop in your thinking. In fact, you can grow and develop in other areas of thinking other than your propensity. However, 
as a leader, it is going to be critically important that you surround yourself with people who think different than you think, and it will give you a holistic perspective. Listen, you're going to get blessed by uh, this part, thinking through concepts. Look, So let's begin here in lesson one of part two, talking about analytical thinking. I'm going to give you a definition, and then we're going to navigate to the spiritual side, and then we're going to move to the practical, natural side of analytical thinking. So here's our definition. What is analytical thinking? Analytical thinking is a form of thinking that analyzes problems or situations, evaluate pros and cons of each option, and draw conclusion by applying natural logic and spiritual wisdom. That's a good definition. I'll give it to you again. Analytical thinking is a form of thinking that analyzes problems or situations, evaluates pros and cons of each option, and draw conclusions by applying natural logic and spiritual wisdom. The two sides that we want to briefly look at as it relates to analytical thinking. Let's talk the spiritual side. To be successful in this arena, you must appropriate spiritual wisdom. Now, Psalms 32.8 is a powerful verse of Scripture. God spoke to me years ago, and he said that the word of God is the answer. It is the answer for everything, and it is the answer for leadership. And these leadership principles that I'm teaching or I teach are based off biblical principles. Now, listen to Psalms 32, verse 8. It says, and God here is speaking, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. That is powerful. That is a powerful verse of scripture. What it communicates to us is that God's eyesight is better than ours. Notice what God says. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. His eyesight, God's eyesight, is better than yours. You see, if you're driving an automobile and you come up to a hill, as you approach the hill, your capacity to see diminishes. You can only see up to the point of the hill, but you can't see what's on the other side of the hill. As you approach a curve, you can see up to the curve, but you can, can't see on the other side of the curve because your vision is limited. But guess what? If God was driving the car, his, 
his eyesight, his vision would not be limited because he can see this side of the hill and the other side of the hill. He can see up to the curve and what's around the curve. In other words, we have limited vision. We can only see so much. But if we will acknowledge God, his eyesight is better than ours. He can show us what's on the other side of the hill. He can show us what's around the curve. In other words, his perspective is broader. So when you talk about analytical thinking, begin with understanding that God's eyesight is better than yours. We're talking about the spiritual side. Secondly, uh, Pray the prayer of faith in the beginning of your decision-making. Proverbs 16, verse 3, in the Amplified Version, says, Roll your works upon the Lord, commit and trust them wholly to Him, and He will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to His will, and so shall your plans be established and succeed. And I pray this prayer often, especially in my decision-making. This thing said, this verse says, roll your works, whatever you're trying to do, whatever problem, whatever situation, roll it over on the Lord and commit it wholly unto the Lord. And then it says, and you do that in prayer, Father, I roll this situation over on you. I roll this decision over on you. I'm looking to you for wisdom and direction and guidance. And then the Bible says that God will cause your thoughts, my thoughts, our thoughts to be agreeable to his will. And then he'll cause our plans to be established and succeed. So the spiritual side is I simply recognize that God's eyesight is better than mine, better than yours. And then I pray the prayer of faith, rolling this situation in prayer over on God. God, I'm handing this situation to you. I want your wisdom. I want your insight. I want your direction. And I believe that you're causing my thoughts to be agreeable to your will. And I believe that you're causing my plans to succeed. That's the spiritual side. But there's a natural side to analytical thinking. And I want to walk you through this natural side. There are five, there's a five-step process for thinking analytical. And if you're taking notes, write these words down. Define consider, gather, evaluate, apply. Write these words down. Define, consider, gather, evaluate, apply. Let's look at this five-step process of thinking analytically. Number one, you must define the situation Define the problem. What is the situation that you're dealing with? What is the problem? You have to define the situation, define the problem. Number two, you must consider the people factor. Who's involved in this situation? The people factor. What people are involved in the situation? What people are impacted by the situation. What people are who do I need on my team? 
Now notice, there are three sides to considering the people factor. The people involved in the situation, consider the people involved in the situation, consider the people impacted by the situation, and then thirdly, consider the people you need on your team to assist you. So define, then consider, then number three, gather. Gather data, gather information. You need information to solve a problem. You need information to deal with an issue, to make a decision. Proverbs 9.2 in the Amplified Bible says, desire without knowledge is not good. To be over hasty is to sin and miss the mark. You cannot make an effective decision or evaluate or analyze the situation. We talk about analytical thinking without gathering data information. Now, number four, evaluate the pros and the cons of each option found in the information. Remember, number two, you're going to gather uh, data. You're going to gather information. Number four, you're going to evaluate the pros and the cons of each option found in the information that you gather. As you gather information in the third step of the process, there will be within that information options pros and cons to going this way or going that way. So you to evaluate the pros and the cons to each option that you found in your gathering of information. And then finally, number five, apply natural logic and scripture and prayer to any decision. You're going to apply natural knowledge. You're going to apply scripture. The decision that you're thinking about making, does it fall within the framework of scripture? Is it outside of the principles of scripture? You don't want to make that kind of decision that falls outside of the principle of scripture. And then you want to, you want to pray. You prayed at the beginning. Now you want to pray again. God, are there any gaps? Is there anything that you see? Is there anything that you want to add to this situation? Is there anything that I'm not seeing here? I want to give you the opportunity to fill in the gaps, and then you're going to apply natural logic, scripture, and prayer to this decision. You're going to pull the trigger. You're going to apply what you have learned through your evaluation. Now, as I close, I want to give you a, a proof text, scripture, of, of these five-step uh, process. 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 3 through 5, 8, the first part of the fifth verse. It says, Now four men who were lepers were at the entrance of the city's gate, and they said one to another, Why do we sit here until we die? If we say, 
we will enter the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there in the city. And if we sit still here, we will die also. So now come, let us go over to the army of the Syrians. If they spare us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. So they arose in the twilight and went to the Syrian camp. In this story, we see analytical thinking walked out. The first key step in analytical thinking is to define the situation and the problem. So what was the situation? What was the problem? The situation was that the uh, king of Syria and his army had surrounded Samaria where God's people were. They had cut off the food supply. People were starving on the inside of the city. People outside, the four lepers were outside the enemy gate and they were starving. So we have a situation here, a grave situation. This situation of a lack of food and food supply had also caused a dire situation in the city, in Samaria. Many in that city had resorted to cannibalism. In one case, a person had ate another person's family's child, hoping that they could swap and, and I eat your child next time. So we're talking about dire situation, deep uh, uh, trouble here in the city, famine in the whole city. That's the problem. Consider the people factor. It's the second key to analytical thinking. So who are the people involved? You got the people in the city. You got the four lepers outside the gate. They starving. And then you got the people in the Syrian army that are camped outside of the city. The people impacted by this situation. Naturally, the people in the city are impacted. Thirdly, the people outside, the four lepers are impacted by this. People you need on the team to assist you. Listen, those four need, lepers needed somebody's help. They needed somebody. And when you analyze a situation, you got to think about who are the people that I need to assist me in this situation, this problem? Who, who can I uh, get assistance, maybe wisdom or resources or whatever I need, help, support? Who, who are the people that can help me? And then you got to gather data, gather information, and listen, they had information by their own empty stomachs. They had information about what had, was going over in that city. News of the cannibalism in that city had come outside. They were aware of that. And then they evaluated the situation. There were pros and there were cons options that they came up with. And this is what they said. They said, now, if we go into this city where everybody's starving, then we're going to die there with the people in that city. They said that second option, we could stay right here, right outside the city gate. But if we stay right here, we're going to die 
because we have no food here. Then there was a third option. We can go into the enemy's camp, the camp of the Syrians. And if they spare our lives, then we will live. But if they kill us, we were going to die anyway. So notice they had information, they evaluated pros and cons, and then they applied natural logic. They didn't have a Bible, so they didn't evaluate whether it applied to Scripture. Maybe they prayed about it. We don't know. Maybe they did pray because what happened, they decided just natural logic. We're going to die here, going to die there. So let's go in the enemy camp, natural logic. They went in the enemy camp. And when they got there, the Syrian army had heard a noise, a footsteps. And it sounded like another army was coming in and they fled. The Syrian army fled and left all of their supplies and food and garments there. So they analyzed the situation, analytical thinking. They came up with a solution and that solution took them over the top. This is analytical thinking. Remember, therefore, thinking through concepts. We talked today about analytical thinking. In our next episode, we're going to talk about conceptual thinking. Thank you so very much for joining us on this uh, podcast. I trust that you were blessed please share it with someone else. Go back and meditate over it. Listen to it again. You can go to YouTube. You can go to Mike Moore Ministries and meditate on this. Apply it to your life. I believe it'll be a blessing to you. Listen, I pray that you have a great uh, rest of the week, and I pray uh, that your journey takes you higher and higher. I'll see you next time.